This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Today on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, we put the spotlight on another gem in Paul Bunyan Country, and we are going up to the top of Minnesota, right into the chimney, and checking out Lake of the Woods. Shorty, I won't ever understand my shorties be mad when all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand. There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such, but the nightlife in the city don't impress me much. I don't feel right in the club, I'd rather be out Sitting in my 14-footer catching some trout The fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm F-I-S-H-I-I-N Paul Bunyan Country I'm Kevin Cochran and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country well, today we were putting the spotlight on another one of the big and famous waters of Paul Bunyan country, and that is Lake of the Woods, probably one of the most famous lakes in the continent, if not the world. Matt Skoog is the Bennett Area Fisheries Supervisor. He joins me today. Matt, thanks for uh, making it down the show. This is your first time. We, we welcome you. Well, thanks for having me. Before we get into Lake of the Woods itself, let's talk a little bit about you. You're the new uh, area fishery supervisor there. How did you make your way to Bidette and Lake of the Woods? So I've been up in Bidette for almost five years now. I was the assistant area fishery supervisor up here for about the last four years. Before that, I was down in Oklahoma as a stream fish biologist for about three years. And then I started out. Uh, grad school at the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff and before that I did my undergraduate at Bemidji State. Um, I was happy to get back up here. I'm originally from north central Minnesota, kind of around the Park Rapids area, so it's good to be back in this part of the world as opposed to down in Oklahoma or Arkansas. Yeah, that's a little different than Paul Bunyan country, that's a fact. Yeah, for sure. So you're uh, you're one of the uh, aquatic biology guys uh, from Bemidji State, huh? Yeah, yeah, I what was it? I graduated in 2013. Okay. Well, I'm sure Andy Hafes is going to be awesome, very excited to hear you on the air talking yeah. about fishing. Yeah, I graduated his first year there. So. Oh wow. Okay. Well, it certainly you know that uh, that aquatic biology program continues to grow, and and now they've got a you know a wildlife biology program as well. So for people like you that love the outdoors, uh, it's a pretty good college. Yeah, it's, they have an excellent program there. So you're in the Park Rapids area, you said, so obviously probably grew up fishing and hunting and all those types of things. That's why you got into the into the work that you're into now, huh? Oh, absolutely, yeah. We, I grew up fishing around the Park Rapids area and hunting in that area, too. We did a lot of small game and deer hunting and then fished as much as we could growing up. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the hunting and fishing and getting outdoors. So that's kind of how I got into this line of work. Well, there are certainly a lot of great, uh, very productive, fun lakes to fish in the Park Rapids area. None quite as big as Lake of the Woods, though. This is a a very, very large body of water. Even if you just consider the Minnesota part of Lake of the Woods, it's massive. But when you take a look at all the Canadian acres, uh, that is one big piece of water. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing like it in the Park Rapids area. It is huge. 
And with with that comes some challenges for if, if you don't have a big boat. There's <laughs> definitely some weather issues and stuff getting out on the lake. So with with unique opportunity comes some unique challenges that you don't face in the Park Rapids area either. So let's talk a little bit about the size of the lake. How much total acreage is Lake of the Woods? Boy, um, I'd have to look that up. I don't know off the top uh, of my head. All right, no, no worries. It, it, how, do you do you know about how many acres you're responsible for? It's. Uh, I want to say it's a little over three hundred thousand. I don't know wow. the exact acreage of that either. I'm sorry, but but that's still. I mean, that's that's yeah. not even that's not even half of no. the lake. No, it's a little under fifty percent. So. <laughs> so with that, you have a lot of water, and with that lot of water, you've got a lot of species. I, I, I bet yep. people don't realize just how many species of fish there. We know there's walleyes, we know there's sturgeon, and there's uh, the usual suspects: bass, northerns, crappies, uh, panfish, uh, sunnies as well. Um, what else is floating around out there we may not know about? So there's a number of smaller species, forage-based species, um, like the emerald shiners, the spot-tail shiners that people may be familiar with. They, we get a real g- good run of emerald shiners in the fall, which leads to some pretty, pretty good fishing on the Rainy River, actually, and it's a pretty popular time of year to come fish the Rainy River. Um, uh, lake sturgeon, I don't know if you mentioned lake sturgeon when you're listing off the species, but they definitely make their way from in the Rainy River out to Lake of the Woods and use the lake as well as the river um trying to think there's yeah i mean any number of species there's a lot of species out there smallmouth bass is one that is not real commonly fished for but there's some pretty good localized fisheries for smallmouth bass um yeah i mean there's all all kinds of different opportunities occasionally we get a muskie on the american side um Mm -hmm. Up on the Canadian side, we got there's a uh, deep water habitat, so you see like the lake trout and uh, the lake whitefish. They don't really make their way over here just because of the difference in lake morphology. It's a lot deeper and clearer up where they're found, but they are in Lake of the Woods. You know, you uh, you mentioned the the lake sturgeon, and uh, that is a fishery that not only on Lake of the Woods, but obviously the Rainy River, but also on Lake of the Woods is a very popular fishery and. And, uh, you know, it brings out a passionate group of anglers, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and it's a fun fishery. It's primarily on the river. There's not a lot of people who are fishing for them on the lake other than right outside where the Rainy River flows in, in the area that's called the Gap there. But, yeah, it's a very popular fishery, and there is some people who are very passionate about their lake sturgeon fishing, so... It's a it's a good op- good unique opportunity that isn't available a lot of places. Okay. Yeah, and and I know they're they're working on it. I know they in the Red River Basin they're working on uh, reintroducing sturgeon there. I just talked to uh, Pat Brown over on the Red Lake, and and they're they're working on it there too. So we'll have more opportunities in the future. But right now, rainy uh, rainy river and, and into you know Lake of the Woods a bit are are the prime places, and it's a it's a fishery or it's a Fish that's got a, kind of a unique um, series of seasons. There's a season, then there's a catch and release season, and then there's a couple times you you can't fish for them. It kind of is scattered throughout the year. Yeah, yeah. So the there's uh, the the catch and release season come 
or uh, we're in the catch and keep season, yeah. and then it goes to a close season around when they start spawning and kind of runs through the sturgeon spawn, and then it opens back up to uh, catch and keep, and then it closes to ca- catch and keep and just goes to catch and release for the rest of the year until it we get to the catch and keep season again the following year. More sturgeon talk. And a bunch more stuff coming up with Matt Skoog, the Area Fisheries Supervisor out of the Bidette Area Office, as we put the spotlight on Lake of the Woods. I'm Bill Rosedale, proud to help educate Kevin Jackson on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Go one step further into the outdoors this summer and experience the incomparable natural wonder of Bemidji the first city on the Mississippi. Bemidji features abundant access to the great outdoors with over 400 pristine lakes, perfect for canoeing, paddleboarding, and over 160 miles of trails that run through the northern Minnesota landscape. Plan your next great outdoor adventure today at visitbemidji.com. Bemidji points this is Mandy Year, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Matt Skoog, the Area fishery Supervisor out of the Bidette Area Office, my guest, as we put the spotlight on Lake of the Woods, and we are talking about sturgeon. I'm sure a few people keep them, but like muskies, I think most people, especially if they're serious about uh, you know keeping sturgeon fishing around, there's a lot, I, I'd say most of them probably are catch and release, regardless of what season they're actually in. Yeah, there's not a lot of harvest. The other thing is the, the keep slot is so small that there's not... There's a lot of fish out there that size, but the majority of anglers are, the majority of fish you're catching are going to be just as a function of the amount, the size of the slot. The majority of your fish that you're going to catch are outside of the slot just because the slot is so narrow. Right. So, so it's just a function of you, even if you have a, you got to get the $5 harvest tag to be able to keep one. And you can only, the other thing is anglers can only keep one per person per year. So that also really limits how much harvest we see on Lake Surgeon. You mentioned the smallmouth, smallmouth bass and, and being over in Lake of the Woods. Obviously, the Canadian side, it's a very, very popular fishery. That's how, that's how Jeff Gustafson, the new Bassmaster Classic champion, learned how to catch bass was on, on Lake of the Woods. So, I mean, there's, there's good smallmouth on that lake. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There's, and, and it's not just the Canadian side. You go up to the northwest angle, there's some really good spots, or you don't even have to make it up to the northwest angle. Anywhere you can find that rock reef stuff on Lake of the Woods, you tend to find smallmouth bass. Um, one area that comes to mind is like on the, uh, the, like the Rocky Point over to Long Point area, there's a bunch of rock structure over there that I know people catch bass. The other place that you can find them is in the river, in the Rainy River. There can, if you know where to look, you can get real good smallmouth bass fishing. I presume, though, that walleye still is the king on Lake of the Woods. Oh, absolutely, yes. The walleye is by far the most popular sport fish fishery on Lake of the Woods. And I would add to that, it's not just walleye, it's a combination of walleye and sauger. Right. Yeah, what is the current uh, limits on Lake of the Woods? So it's a combined six, only four can be walleyes, and... Uh, it's a nineteen and a nineteen and a half to twenty eight inch release slot. So everything from nineteen and a half inches to twenty eight inches has to go back. Okay. So it's um and and the numbers are good, right? 
Yeah, the numbers of them upper end eater size are down a little bit. We had a couple of weak year classes a few years ago, so there never was a lot of the fish that would be that size. There never was a lot of them out there, so we're kind of seeing a little bit of a downturn in the number of them, like 16 to 19 inches or so, just because we had a couple of bad year classes, but we got a couple of bit better ones coming. So hopefully, in the next couple of years, them will start showing up, and we and and the numbers of them. 16 to 19 inch fish will start coming back again it's and there's definitely i'm not saying they're not out there it's just the numbers aren't what they were five years ago when we were looking at record high catch rates of them size fish it's just with them weaker year classes we're seeing a little bit of a decline in that upper end eater size fish at the moment well, certainly the uh, the walleyes have been a very, very popular fish to go after. And what we found on Lake of the Woods, kind of like on Red Lake, there is at least as much or seems to be at least as much pressure, if not more, during ice fishing season during than soft water. So, I mean, it's like a continuous, uh, continuous amount of pressure on that lake, and yet it still continues to crank out walleyes. Yeah, yeah, the ice fishing pressure has definitely increased significantly over the last decade or so i mean and it, it's definitely higher than the the amount of pressure we get in the summertime the one thing in the summertime you the summertime catch rates are a lot higher for walleye in the wintertime it's the if you look at the numbers that people definitely catch walleyes but the majority of the fishery or the majority of fish people are keeping our saugers well that yeah, good good right Great, yeah. <laughs> um, so, the the pressure on on Lake of the Woods in the winter. How about this year? I mean, how, uh, we, we most of the lakes here, people had a tough time getting out. There wasn't nearly the pressure there typically is in winter season. How about up at Lake of the Woods? So, Lake of the we're still working through the numbers on Lake of the Woods. We're still putting that report together. Um, anecdotally, it was pro. Uh, I'm, the numbers we weren't definitely not record highs when we released our pressure estimates we actually changed our creel design to account for the overnight fishing pressure but people go out there in their wheelhouses or they go on a sleeper trip through the resort and they spend the night out there so now we're accounting for that pressure in addition to the daytime pressure so we switched our design a little bit so when we publish our numbers the actual the number the pressure number will be the like more than likely be the highest we've ever reported but that's more a function of change in how we're doing the creel survey as opposed to an actual increase in daytime fishing pressure. Okay. Um, so any concerns on the lake right now? Anything you guys are watching closely? I mean, we're always watching things closely. We we got our standard surveys. We keep an eye on walleye population number, catch rates. We're monitoring the the recruitment and spawning right now we're out watching we're out uh sampling fish spawning in the rainy river as a way to look at the spawning spawning stock on the rainy river um so we we keep an eye on things pretty closely in general um there's a number of concerns we hear people talking about and we we look into some of that stuff and and whether it's a concern or not, um, we'll make that determination when the time is to make that determination. Right now, we're actually going into our management planning process, 
So we're going to be looking at some of that stuff a little closer than we do on an annual basis. But yeah, so it's just the uh, we're we keep an eye on things and and as things come up, we take a look at them and Is there and any- make a de- determination on if we need to do anything or if things are looking okay or. Have you heard anything in particular? I mean, is there one particular topic that seems to be coming up a little more frequently? Um, one common topic is the um, discussion around barrow trauma and fishing deep. Mm. And that's not just specific to Lake of the Woods walleyes. It's crappies in uh, central Minnesota lakes. It's it's kind of become a hot topic in for fishermen in general and in fishery science in general, especially related to ice fishing so that's one topic off the top of my head i can think of that has kind of become a hot button issue recently matt skoog the area fishery supervisor out of the budget area office putting the spotlight on lake of the woods we'll wrap it up with matt next i'm bruce gene at rainy lake guiding i always like to give to those in need that's why i'm on paul bunyan country outdoors because we all know Kev Jackson is sure in need of knowledge. Hey, this is Kev Jackson of Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. You always hear commercials where they say bigger and better than ever. And you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought I would never do that. Well, I'm doing that because the 4th Annual Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament really is bigger and better than ever. Now benefiting agencies in Beltrami, Clearwater, Hubbard, Cass, Aitken, and Crow Wing Counties. This means you can fish any publicly accessible lake in any of those counties. That includes Leech, the Cass Lake Chain, half of Winnie, and the Brainerd Lakes area. You can choose two divisions, walleye or bass, or both, plus big fish winners in each category, and top youth finishers win a lifetime fishing license. No rules meeting, no weigh-in, just hit whatever lake you want and start fishing July 22nd and 23rd. All you need to do is download the Fish Donkey app, search for United Way Fishing Tournament, and get registered. $200 per two-person team, and it all goes to the United Way and the great work they do in Paul Bunyan country. Go to uwfishingbemidji.com for more. The Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament, also sponsored by DS Beverages, Coca-Cola, Deerwood Bank, Northwoods Bait and Tackle, Hubbard Radio North, and Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. This is Mike Frisch of Fishing in the Midwest. And you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. We're talking with Matt Skoog, the Bennett Area Fisheries Supervisor, with our spotlight on Lake of the Woods. What's the AIS situation in, in Lake of the Woods? So currently we are we have spiny water fleas, rusty crayfish, and we have collected zebra mussel villagers. The spiny water flea numbers we track, we monitor numbers of spiny water fleas through uh plankton sampling program and they're kind of up and down depending on the year the zebra mussels we've yet to find adults out on lake of the woods we've only found uh, what's called the villagers they're the juvenile zebra mussels um so they're kind of background population level right now and we're kind of just watching to see what happens with that and then the rusty crayfish have slowly been making a march across the lake to the south shore and up the rainy river so that's where we're at with the uh, invasive species we got currently, and I know this is this is a question that you may have no idea what the answer is, but I'm I'm very curious. Do we know how many people hit that lake in the course of a year? We have an so we have an estimate of angling hours over the course of a year for the south shore part of the lake. We don't regularly do a. Cru- 
Creole, we don't regularly do Creole survey in the summertime in the Northwest Angle, and we've never done one in the wintertime up there. So the the short answer is no, we don't have a specific number of of people fishing the lake in a given year, but we do have an estimate of how many, the majority of it, of pressure over the course of a year. Okay. And that varies from year to year depending on various factors. I mean, consider the fame of the lake and that it's such a destination. I, I, I It's got to be massive numbers because I know there's, you know, people from basically all over the world come and check out Lake of the Woods, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we track zip codes. The vast majority of people are coming from the upper Midwest, but we, we do see people from, yeah, all over the United States and occasionally you'll run into somebody from Canada or who knows where. But, yeah, we so we get some idea of where people are coming from just based on the zip codes that we, of anglers that want to report their zip code to our creel, when we're doing our creel survey. But, yeah, we the... The Creel survey gives us a number of angler, an estimate of angler hours, and that's kind of what we look at when we're looking at pressure on Lake of the Woods. Well, again, uh, Lake of the Woods is is the gem. It's it's a jewel. There's no question. But that's not the only lake you have to keep tabs on. Uh, how many other bodies of water does the Bidet Office take charge of? So we actually have um, we have two major rivers: the Rainy River, which we talked about. We cover part, a portion of that up to uh, the Long Sioux Rapids near France. You have any state park, and then we got the lower portion of the U.S. section of the Red River in combination with the Red River Specialist out of uh, Detroit Lakes. So we are involved in management on two pretty high-profile river fisheries, and then we also have the Roseau River, which is a pretty good catfish fishery there's some pretty good walleye fishing over there and then we got a couple of smaller state park lakes that we manage uh hayes lake and lake bronson they're both pretty popular because they're located in state parks and they're not real close to any other major fishing opportunities and then we manage florian reservoir which is a, a small impoundment um in marshall county and then the Red Lake River Reservoir in Thief River Falls. Okay, so there's there's quite a few fairly well known bodies of water you you're in charge yeah. of. Yeah, so we the the high profile ones are the Red River of the North, the Rainy River and Lake of the Woods. And then the Roseau River is a pretty good fishery. The other one is that we have a little section of the Red Lake River but through Thief River Falls, that area, too, okay. that we kind of co-manage with the Detroit Lakes office and the Red River specialist out of Detroit Lakes. So what what are we going to find in Lake Bronson? Right now, if I, if I was going out to fish Lake Bronson, I'd be looking at crappies. We sampled out on Lake Bronson this past summer, and there were two excellent year classes of crappies, both of either size. There's a ton of the like nine inch nine ten inchers out there from a year class about i think it's about four years ago and then there's some i think they're about seven year old fish seven to ten year old fish that are in that 13 to 15 inch range and very good numbers of them the highest spring trap net catches of crappies we've ever seen out on lake bronson we also got decent numbers of walleyes and pike out there too, so there's some pretty good opportunities for catching walleye and pike. But if I was going out to Lake Bronson personally, I'd be looking at the crappies. 
What about Hayes Lake? Hayes Lake's got really good sunfish. There's also some really, really nice pike out there and some decent bass fishing. So it, it provides a little bit of opportunity for whether you want to target some really nice bluegills or go after some bass and pike. Um, we got some nice bluegills up to around 9, 10 inches, hmm. some quality-sized bass, and some really nice pike. All right. And we'll circle back around to Lake of the Woods to wrap it up. Uh, Matt Skoog, if you were a teacher and Lake of the Woods was your student, what grade are you giving it this year? Um, we'll say a B plus thing. So it's not uh, the the lower lower end or the upper end of the eater walleye numbers are down a little bit, but there's still a lot of good opportunity out there. So and things have definitely numbers have definitely been lower. We're not at record lows or anything, but. Things have also been better, so we're not in, like, the AA-plus range, but we're definitely not looking too bad either. And you got all the other opportunities. The, the sturgeon fishery is just get, keeps getting stronger and stronger. The pike, pike fishing has been excellent for the last decade. The, there's just so much opportunity here that for other stuff outside of the walleye that you can't, you can't say that everything's looking bad or or things are looking too bad here so we'll go with a solid d plus all right that sounds good he is the bidet area fishery supervisor talking lake of the woods with us uh matt skoog is his name matt thanks for taking the time today we really appreciate it yeah thanks for having me Fish hail, popcorn, yeah. country, country.